Hey guys, Dylan here, producer of the Ecommerce Alley podcast. Now, before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you know about a special offer that we are giving all of our podcast listeners. If you scroll down below this episode in the show notes, you'll find a link to a special podcast listener deal on our scientific e-commerce Facebook ads testing course. Now, normally this is $27, but we're going to give you a special link to grab it for only 10 And included with that is a 30-minute ads expert call where we help answer your questions and implement the content. Thank you very much for being a valued listener to our podcast. And now, on to this episode. Welcome to the E-Commerce Alley podcast, where we believe that great brands are built on passionate leadership, smart operations, and of course, powerful marketing. I am your host, Josh Coffey, and this podcast has one mission, and that is to help business leaders, hopefully like you, grow their vision, their team, and their profits. Now, today, I'm going to be talking about something that we call the scalable product formula, which will help you identify highly scalable products when it comes to running paid advertising. Let's do this. Man, we are cooking, my friends. Into the new year, 2022 is off to a crazy start uh, for myself and for our team here uh, at Flight Media and at the e-commerce alley. Um, I'm really excited because we just launched, this is the first podcast since we launched our premium uh, coaching program called the Max Profits Mentorship. And so if you're an e-commerce business owner and you're doing less than 100 grand per month in revenue, then I highly recommend uh, you check it out uh, by going to alleypodcast.com slash MPM, which stands for Max Profits Mentorship. Uh, check it out. I think that uh, there's so much value in what you gain from that. And the, the people that have been going through the program uh, before hand and the ones that are in it right now are experiencing unbelievable results and growth in their business. So I wanted to drop that out there because I am excited and I can't not talk about that because that is one of the greatest things that we've done uh, in the recent time. And so we're not here to talk about that though. We're here to talk about identifying products that are scalable from a paid advertising standpoint. Now, if you don't know who I am, my name is Josh Coffey, the founder of the e-commerce alley, as well as Flight Media, which is an e-commerce marketing and design agency. And I've helped our clients generate more than $40 million in revenue over the last X amount of years with digital marketing. And so I believe, if you don't know me, nice to meet you, but I believe that paid advertising is the key to predictable growth in any business because it's mathematical. Once you establish and understand what it takes to acquire a new customer, then you can start to amplify that. And I don't know very many businesses that are doing more, I don't know any personally, that are doing more than a million or two million a year and aren't running paid advertising. And so today, we're not talking only about paid advertising, we're talking about the thing before that, and that is selecting what products you're actually going to advertise. Because once your family and friends 
buying from you wears off and the initial buzz of launching your business starts to wear off it. Then what happens is you need sources of new customer acquisition. And when it comes to paid ads, not all products are created equal. And I think this is really important because I speak to so many e-commerce business owners and so many clients of ours that they have a product or a, a collection of products that they're really, really passionate about. Even if they have a ton of products, there's a subset of products that we all just really love. And oftentimes, it's the most recent thing that we just did. We did product development, we sourced it, and now we have it in, we have the inventory, and so that we're excited to sell that. But not all products, when it comes to advertising, are created equal, and we have to be more intentional about that. In fact, if you run ads to the wrong products, you can really lose your tail end when it comes to paid advertising. And I'll tell you a story. We actually had a client. We had a, we, we had a, we had a client. And this client, was uh, they had an incredible uh, collection of products. It was in the apparel industry. And their products all promoted uh, Down syndrome awareness and, so, and, and, and other inclusion things. And I loved it. The, the cause was amazing. Um, but I, the sad truth was we failed them. And it pains me to say that, but we failed them in their cause because we didn't realize that we, after choosing the products we were going to run, this is before we had the scalable product formula, we didn't know that those ads would do so bad or those products wouldn't do well. And so what happened was we got super excited. We had these amazing creatives and all this copy and these audiences identified, and we launched these Facebook ads. And the ads were going okay. We were, we were having orders that they had never had before, which it was just friends and family. And then when we came in, suddenly we had a flood of orders coming in for about two months. And these orders were coming in. The ads were doing fine. But then what started to happen was the return on ad spend started to just – it just – nosedived. I mean, it it just plummeted. And so we continued uh, running the ads. We did get some, we were getting orders, but the return on ad spend was just going down. And whenever we would meet with the client every week, the client would say, "We're, we're spending money. We're getting all these orders like we've never had, but for some reason I'm spending more than I'm making and it's not profitable. And so as we dug deeper, as we analyzed the ads, and as we dug deeper into all of her financials behind the products, what we realized was she only had 25 to 30% profit margin that she was working with because after the cost of goods sold and the shipping and those basic things, she was also donating $5 of every order to uh, the Down Syndrome Awareness Association. And so after we ran all the numbers, after those donations and the cost of goods, we were sitting at 25 to 30% profit margin. But not only that, it was a double whammy because as we dove more into our ads and we started looking and trying to figure out like, why are the ads fatiguing? Why are, why did the orders start going down? Well, the reason was the audiences, the audiences, the size of the audiences that we were targeting was so small because it was such a subset of people that we were trying to run our ads to. And so the audiences became fatigued really, really fast. And not only that, but it was a double whammy because we didn't have as much uh, margin in the products as we we thought that we did after we d- reduced some of the donation costs and some additional things like that. And so we were working with faulty infor- faulty numbers from the beginning for targets that we had. The audience sizes weren't as great as we had hoped they would be, but we figured we'll just run with this, and it was just a, it was just a fiasco, unfortunately. And I hate to say that, but it, it really was. And so, from that experience, 
what we did was our team got together and we decided how do we figure out how to not let this happen again? How do we avoid this in the future? Like how do we determine what products, like if I had 100 products, how do I determine which one or ones uh, I, should, I, I should run ads to? Because not all products are created equal. Like those, that, that, those few products that I was just telling you about that we ran ads to just absolutely tanked. So after that experience, our team got together and we decided to create a formula and a framework that we could follow that would help us avoid that. And so we, we came up with this framework that we call the scalable product formula. And so in the scalable product formula, there are two major variables to finding your products. And if you're listening right now, uh, I, I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna talk through this because if you're if you're watching right now, I'm gonna have Dylan put on the screen. Uh, I'm gonna have him put on the scalable product formula so you can like visually see what it it looks like here. But I'm gonna talk through this for all the podcast listeners. And so there are two major variables, and one is profitability, and the second is targetability, or in other words audience size. And so if you were to look at an axis or an axis, if you're looking at an axis and you had going vertically, if you, if you had vertical up and down, we had the profitability and then horizontally left to right, you had the targetability and audience, the audience size. That's what we call the, we want to find the right quadrant to be in when it comes to the scalable product formula. And so what that means is if you picture that axis, right? If you picture it, profitability going vertical and targetability going horizontal, what we want to do is we want to remain, we want to only advertise products that are in the top right quadrant, meaning products that have a a large audience size that we can scale into, meaning ramping up our ads and spending a lot more in ad spend on and, and not fatigue those audiences. So we want a lot of audience, but we also want profitability. Because if you're trying to use ads for new customer acquisition, which should be the primary focus of your ads, then you need to find products that have a good entry point and have a good margin that you can at bare minimum break even on. But also the the goal is obviously to be profitable on the front end. But if we could break even or be profitable, then that's a product that we want to consider. And so the next question becomes, well, what is is a good margin and what is a good margin? audience size. Well, this will vary based on the platform that you're advertising, and it will also vary uh, based on uh, what type of products that you have. For example, we believe that if you sell a product that has a uh, 50% or higher profit margin, we believe that's considered good margin. So if you have a product that, like this example that I gave you, was 30%, or 25 to 30% profit margin, that is really, really hard to even break even on. To even break even on that is really difficult. But if you have a 50% profit margin, then you need to have a 2x return on ad spend in order to break even, which is very doable. So the the lower the ads or the lower the profit margin you have, the greater the break even is going to be when it comes to return on ad spend. And so your goal is to find products that are high on the profitability scale. And for us, we don't want to advertise anything lower than 50%, but high on the profitability scale and also high on the audience scale, which if we're looking at Facebook,
Facebook ads, for example, we believe that the, the minimum audience sizes that we need to be targeting have to be half a million or more. So if you have all these audiences and collectively a majority of your targetable audiences are 300,000 people, you're going to run out of audience really, really fast. And your ads are, in, are going to fatigue very, very quickly. And so your goal is to find, again, high profitability and high targetability. And these are two factors that you need to, you need to consider when you're determining what products that you want to advertise. And so, uh, so what you don't want to do, though, what you don't want to do is you don't want to have a product that is in the lower left quadrant, which is what we would consider uh, low profitability, less than 50% in less than half, of, if we're talking Facebook ads, less than half a million people in a single audience. And so that's what we call the scalable product formula. And so you want to run this every time you're identifying products that you want to run. But speaking of formulas, speaking of frameworks, if you're not part of the e-commerce Alley Facebook group, you have to go join it. Um, it's absolutely free. If you go to allypodcast.com slash group, it'll just direct you there so you can just join the group. It's free. We go live every single week. We're teaching behind the scenes stuff. We're doing additional trainings well beyond uh, what we're covering here in the podcast. Um, there's resources, templates, spreadsheets, and then of course, uh, the community and my team in there uh, encouraging you, answering questions, and helping you in your journey as you grow. And so if you're not part of it, go join it. It's free. And uh, it's allypodcast.com slash group. And you will be glad that you joined it. Hey, thanks for checking out the e-commerce Alley podcast. If you've been enjoying this episode so far, it would mean a ton to us if you leave us a rating on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And as a token of our appreciation, if you take a screenshot of your review and email it to team at theecommercealley.com, we're just going to go ahead and shoot you a $10 Amazon gift card just as a thank you. Now, back to the episode. So once we, once we, now that we know what that scalable product formula is, right, we're going to look at profitability and we're going to look at targetability. And we need both of those in order for a product to be able to scale. And so now it, it becomes, well, how do I really, how do I uh, go to that process? Like what are the steps to actually identifying what products I should even start with and the audiences and so forth? So there are three steps that we want to follow in order to implement I, that formula. And I wanted to start with a formula so you have like a visual on what that looks like uh, and you have an understanding of the two variables that we're looking at. So profitability, targetability. So the first step is what I want you to do is go and analyze the profit margin of your top five products. Now, when I say top five, five products, I'm talking the products that are your core performers, meaning you sell a high volume of them. Uh, maybe you have uh, high profitability in them, maybe that you already know of. Um, maybe you use a tool like glue.io, which is a fantastic tool that gives you all of that information. Uh, but what we want to do is we want to analyze the profit margin on our top five products with quantity sold and with revenue sold. Those are the two prime things that we're going to look at. We're going to go say, hey, what's the largest volume? products that we've sold and also what's the largest revenue producing products that we've sold because sometimes it's different, right? If you have a lower priced product, you could have high volume, but it doesn't mean that that's going to be your greatest revenue producing one. You might have other ones that have less volume, but they're higher priced. And so we're going to look at revenue producing products and we're also going to look at volume products. So you kind of choose what you want, but go pick your top five products or that you believe. And if you're just starting, then pick 
five products that you believe will be your best uh, performers. And so we're gonna go take these top five and we're going to analyze the profit margin on these. And so when I say profit margin, what that means is take the price of the product. So let's say you had a $50 product and then reduce the cost of goods sold and then reduce the cost of shipping, reduce the cost of fulfillment, and then reduce the cost of credit card processing fees. Because that's one, by the way, that most people don't think about. And so after you've reduced all of those things, that should give you your net profit margin. Like that should give you a more realistic profit margin. Most people will look at, okay, this product sells for 50 and my my cogs are 20, and so I have a 60% profit margin. But they don't factor in that they have to, they pay the shipping because they offer free shipping and it's $5 to ship. So boom, there's another 10%. And then between uh, fulfillment and credit card processing fees, that's another five. So boom, there's another 10%. And then now they're down to 40% profit margin. And so go analyze by taking those things and getting down to the root of what the actual profitability is of each of those five products. Because what we wanna do then is we want to look at those and we're going to be putting those in the formula and say, hey, where does this product fit? So that's the first step, analyze the profit margin on your first five products. Your, I'm sorry, your top five products. Then the second step is we want to find out, can I actually target people that would buy each of these products? And some of those products might all be in a similar collection, so it'd be easy to do the audience research. Um, other, other times you might have five completely different products that you would likely target different people for. And so, for example, let's say I had a coffee roasting company, but I also sold tea. <laughs> those are two very different things. The people that like tea are often different people than like coffee. So if those were two, two of my top five products, I'm going to do audience research in each one of those to make sure that I have plenty of audiences I'll be able to scale into and target. And so, so the second step is doing uh, audience research. And uh, before you go do this though, I do wanna preface it and say this. If you sell a product that is that your target, your ideal customer is in the general market. So for example, if you sell like women's fashion and it's like mid-tier where it's, you know, most of the products are between 50 and let's say like $200. Uh, it, it's not a $10 t-shirt, but it's also not a $1,000 t-shirt. So if you're kind of like in that mid-tier, I'll tell you right now, you're gonna have plenty of targetable market. That's a huge market that you can target. Same thing with coffee. I just gave the example of coffee and tea. To be honest, I wouldn't have to go and analyze uh, audiences for coffee to make sure that I have a huge amount of audiences that I can target because I already know that there is so much market, there's so many uh, interests around coffee and so many interests around loose leaf tea and things like that. And so uh, this is more to do audience research. If you have a product that is speaking to a very specific customer that uh, you aren't entirely sure how targetable that customer is. You don't know exactly know, if you're looking at Facebook ads, you don't know what kinds of audiences you could actually target for that product. And so when I say go do audience research, I mean go into Facebook or go into Google and start to research 
what you can go into Facebook Ads Manager, for example, and you can actually go to the Audiences tab and go to Saved Audiences, and you can look at all kinds of different interests uh, in order to see what kind of targetability there is for your product. Or you can use a tool like Interest Explorer. It is a paid tool, but we use it and we highly recommend it. Um, if you wanna use it, go to allypodcast.com slash IE, and it's called Interest Explorer, and it'll explore thousands of interests that you could target within Facebook ads that you would never be able to find within Facebook's manager because it buries all of these interests. And so go spend 30 minutes doing research on the audiences and make sure, hey, there's there's a good amount of audiences that have at least half a million or more that I can begin to target. And then the third thing we're going to do is we're then going to run the scalable product formula based on the first two things that we did. So I'm gonna take these five products. Let's say I have, I'm gonna make this real easy. Product number one, at the end of the day, had 10%. Product number two had 20% margin. Three, four, and five had 30, 40, and 50% margin. Let's make this really, really easy. So I'm gonna go look at all, all five of these products. And all things being equal, if these are my top five performers, I'm going to begin with the one that has the most margin. Because if these are your top five, they're all gonna do relatively well, but if we have more margin, it means we have more ability to test and more room for error when we're doing paid advertising so we can start to uh, figure out some of those audiences and figure out some of those ads and the copy and the creatives that really convert. And then we can start to expand to other products. And so I'm gonna take those five products and I'm going to place them in that matrix or in that axis. So we're gonna look at it and say, okay, if vertically, on the vertical line, we have profitability, on the horizontal line, we have targetability, where would this fit in the quadrants? Is this highly profitable and highly targetable? Is it highly profitable, but there's not that many audiences? Is it not profitable and not that many audiences? Well, we don't wanna run it if that's the case. So if I was looking at those five, I'm probably, the, 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 the product one through three that have 30% profit margin in less, I'm flat out not gonna even try to advertise. I will lose my tail end trying to advertise those for new customer acquisition. But the four and the five that have 40% and 50% margin, I'm now gonna go look and say, okay, what's the targetability of these? And then I'm gonna select one. I'm going to select one product that will be my entry point. I may t go with a collection. If there's a collection of those products that are all similar, I may run ads to a collection page versus the product. But the idea is we're going to run to that collection or that particular product. And that's the product that I begin with because we have high margin, we have high targetability. So as we begin to scale, you know, if you're starting out at $100 a day in ad spend or $50 a day in ad spend uh, to get going and you start to get this momentum and your return on ad spend is profitable and, and you wanna ramp it up, we need to make sure that we can ramp it up because it would suck to not be able to actually ramp up the ad spend to two, three, five hundred, or a thousand dollars a day if we're profitable in that product because then it's just gonna stay small. It's only gonna take us so far. And so um, this is this is what we do whenever we're determining what products we wanna run. And I'll tell you a story. We had a client that was advertising a product um, and, and they were putting all their ad spend in it for, they were putting, I forget how much it was, it was like 90,000 a month in ad spend to this single product um, every month for, for about a year. And they were just they were just struggling. They were constantly uh, they were they were before they came to us. They were telling us, "Oh my goodness, like this product, we run so much ads, but we get all these orders, but it's you know we're, we're still we're still not profitable on it." And I'm just dumbfounded looking at tens of thousands of orders coming in, and I'm just like, "How can you have this many orders and be spending this volume and not be profitable?" And so as we dug deeper, we ran that product that that 
key entry point product that they were pushing people to that was $40, and we ran the numbers on it, and it was because after it was all said and done, they only had a 42% profit margin. And they were running a almost a 1x, it was like a 0.9 something return on ad spend. So they were, for every $20 they put in, or every $40 they put in, they were technically making 20, or they'd have to spend $80 to, uh, to really make 40 because they had such high cost of goods sold. And so what we did was we ran the, we ran the profit analyzer and we analyzed, uh, we analyzed multiple different product collections. And, it, and so we ended up finding a product collection that had 78% profit margin. And it was a t-shirt uh, collection actually. So it had 78% uh, profit margin. So what we decided to do was, hey, let's change this up. This will be our entry point and we will nurture people and get them to buy this other other products on the back end after they come through. But we want to be profitable or at least at a break even on the front end so that that way everything after that is just gravy. Everything after that is just gonna really pump our profit margins. So we did that and we ran ads and that, that other one not only performed at a three to a 3.8 return on ad spend, which is fantastic, especially when you're spending that volume of ad spend. When you're spending 50,000 plus and running a three to 3.8, that's fantastic, especially in a post iOS 14 world. And so as we're running that, not only was it doing well on the ads and the ROAS side, but that product was even more profitable. So it was a widespread of profitability. And so that's, all it takes to, to really start to identify some of the things. And so often we dive in because we're excited, we have a product that we love, and we jump in and we just start pushing that product because it was the newest thing that we created. Well, what you wanna do is you want to identify products, find products that are scalable, lean into those, make those primary big sources of new customer acquisition and other products that you're testing and other products you're introducing, those can then be the things that you're marketing through your email and from the back end to those new customers you acquired profitably on the front end. And so to recap here, uh, what we've kind of talked about today, first of all, not all products are created equal when it comes to paid advertising. We have to be very, very intentional about what products we do because if we don't, we can lose our tail end when it comes to advertising. The second thing was we talked about the scalable product formula. On the, the vertical axis, we have profitability and on the horizontal axis, we have targetability. And we wanna find products that have profitability, which we consider 50% or more, and have a targetability of larger audiences a larger audience size. And if you're talking Facebook ads, which is our forte, we love Facebook ads, it's at least half a million or more people in, in tons of individual interests that you could target to be considered, uh, tar uh, to consider yourself good on the targetability standpoint. And then the last thing we talked about were the three steps to analyze your products with the scalable formula, which step one, Analyze the profit margin of your top five products. Step number two, research audience targetability to make sure that there are audiences that you can lean into and scale into without experiencing audience fatigue. And the final step was to run through the scalable product formula. Well, there you have it. You have been listening to the Ecommerce Alley podcast produced by the wonderful Dylan Counts, ladies and gentlemen. And you can find show notes for this episode as well as additional resources by going to alleypodcast.com. Don't forget, join the Ecommerce Alley Facebook group. It's free, it's valuable, and it will help you grow your 
business. So on behalf of the entire team at the e-commerce alley, we want to say thank you for being our listener. Stay classy and we'll see you next time. Hey guys, it's Josh. Thanks for listening to the audio version of the e-commerce alley. Did you know that we actually have an amazing set in high quality video production that gets posted on YouTube every single week? If you've never watched the e-commerce alley on YouTube, you have to go to alleypodcast.com slash YouTube to check it out. Once again, thank you for listening to this podcast and we hope you enjoy this episode.